0: self-love club a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women welcome to the self-love club podcast i'm Val crawford and you can find out more about why i've launched this club at valcrawford.com. i'd love for you to join it and trust me it's not like a cult or pyramid scheme it's literally just a club where you can come hang out it's gonna be a fun time join me for a podcast series where we'll hear the stories of girl boss women who are doing super cool things with their lives We'll find out how they've done what they have, their self-love and self-care practices, and they'll share their tips to empower you to live your best life. Spiritual healer, therapist, and businesswoman Gaia Chenaya, a.k.a. Soul33, featured on episode three of the Self Love Club podcast, and now catches up with me monthly for our series Love Lessons. We cover a range of topics, and you can submit questions, areas you'd like us to cover by DMing me at Bell Crawford on Instagram. This episode is all about breakups, how to get through them, and use the opportunity to learn and grow so you can be your best and strongest self guys back for love lessons part 2 this time we're focusing on something
1: a lot of us go all of us go through you never want to breakups yes breakups 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 <laughs> and I heard about so many people breaking up through the end of last year and the beginning of this year, and it's been a really, really challenging time because everyone's reevaluating who they're with, why they're with them, and then these breakups happen, and then you're kind of stuck in the situation that maybe your personality didn't know was coming, but on a soul level, sometimes we know when the breakup's going to happen. Mm, it is hard, especially with those breakups that you didn't know
0: they were, you know, like you say, on a soul level maybe, but... A lot of people I've heard from as well sort of
1: got, uh, they didn't expect it and it just sort of happened out of nowhere for them. Yeah, absolutely. And breakups are hard because it really rocks your foundation and you kind of have to figure out who you are as a person on your own. And I went through a breakup, oh God, I'm 36 now. So when I was about 25, I was with someone from 18 to 25. And so those are really crucial parts of your growing up years. And towards the end, he cheated on me, but... When we broke up, it was almost like, it. part of me, I think my soul at that time, I didn't have that kind of awareness back then, was relieved that I didn't have to be with this person for the rest of my life. But then the other part was like going through, I think everybody goes through this who has been through a breakup. Is there something wrong with me? Am I ever going to meet anybody else? am I good enough? And one of the biggest questions that I asked myself, because I didn't know, because I had been with this person from a teenager to my mid-twenties, what makes me happy? Like I didn't actually know because when he left, when I kicked him out of the house with a big dramatic tale that it might share, it might not, I don't know. But (laughs) um, it was like, what actually makes Gaia happy? And I didn't know. And so now what I want to talk about with you in this episode is that, You need a toolbox of stuff that you can go to because what I notice with my clients as well is like I've, you know, a lot of people come to see me about relationship stuff. Oh, sh- am I meant to be with my husband? Am I meant oh, to be with dear. my boyfriend? Is someone coming for me in the future? I hear that all the time. And it's normal. Most people want that. But what happens is, is like I've seen clients, they come regularly because they're, they're into their spiritual development and wanting to know what else is out there. Then they meet someone and then they stop coming because their, their needs are being met externally because I've met someone, I'm happy now but really that's not what life's about. It's a, it's a constant growth process. It's a constant learning and you don't just stop learning when your external needs are being met. Right. Mm,
0: I think that's a really important point because a lot of people in relationships, once they're in one, they're like, right, I'm done. I don't need to do any work on myself. That's right. I'm not focusing on myself. I'm just on this thing. And that's really risky because, you know,
1: and then if it ends back to square one again. So, I mean, there are very few people that have never been through a breakup like my parents, <laughs> okay? That have been. Wow. My mum met my dad when she was 16, married him at 18, and they've been together for the last 37 years. So she's never experienced a breakup. I mean, they've got their own challenges within a marriage, like everybody does. But. For those people, most people do experience a breakup, especially in this day and age where we're looking for the next best model to suit us. You know what I mean? Like nothing's ever good enough anymore. We don't just make things work. So if you have just been through a breakup or you're thinking about breaking up with someone or you think someone's going to break up with you, you need to actually step out of like the feeling of, oh my God, I'm going to be broken up with. I'm going to break up with my partner, whatever that the breakup situation is for you, and ask yourself, why are we breaking up? Why are you breaking up? Is it because you feel like you deserve better? Maybe the person's been cheating on you. Maybe you've been cheating on the person. And actually look at the bigger picture of why you're actually breaking up, because then you can detach yourself from those external needs that you're trying to be met with anybody. Because sometimes, And I went through this when I broke up with that ex as well. It's like, This desperation is like, oh my God, all my friends are meeting people and here I am just single with a mortgage and I didn't have much money and now I had to sort my payments out by myself. Those are external things. I shouldn't need someone to have to pay for things for me. I need to sort that sort of stuff out myself. Mm. And so it's about asking why you have broken up with that person. The other thing that I wanted to say also is that after we broke up, and I don't, I had I mean, obviously I must have had some sort of awareness at that time. I actually Googled, went online, and I Googled around seeing what workshops and things there would be to help support women that have been through a breakup. Because I didn't, I didn't know myself at all. I was miserable. And I found this course, and I cannot remember what it was called. It was about four weeks, so once a week on a Saturday for four weeks. And I went along and it was a small group of women, all different age groups. I was the youngest there. The oldest was about 65. And we all had to sit in this group and talk about what our breakup situation was. And, you know, I was weirded out by the situation Mm. being 25. But then it got to this woman and she was the eldest there, the oldest one there. And she looked at us all with tears in her eyes and she said, he took away the best part of my life. I've been married to him for 45 years and he's traded me in for a 25-year-old, and he took away the best part of my life. I'm going on 12 years on from this workshop, and if I saw that woman on the street, I would know exactly who she is. She was broken and she had let someone fulfill her external needs of having children, providing a home, paying for everything. He had all the control. And then when he was had enough of her and he, he told her, you're just too old for me now and you're too wrinkly for me now. And so those were the words that mm, came out of so her mouth. Sad. And she was just... You know, when I heard that, I was like, I will not ever let someone control me like that to the point where they're fulfilling all my external needs, but I've completely lost myself because I was 25. I knew I was going to find myself again. She's pushing 70, whether she's going to find herself again, whether she did, I really, I strongly don't think she would have, you know? Mm. And so it's really, really important that you if you're in a breaking up situation and when you go into your next relationship, why are you going into that relationship when it's an actual proper relationship? Of course, we have our fun and whatever. That's just normal experiences, yeah. but actual relationships. Belle, how do you feel when you break up with someone? Oh,
0: oh, it's gotten I can't. I've been through a few. It sort of semi gets I don't want to say it gets better. I don't think it does but the more I've focused on my self-care the better I can recover from them.
1: Yes, and that's the good mm, but good like awareness.
0: they're horrible and I they yeah I remember going through one last year um and I just remember thinking oh I don't know if I can do another one of these like honestly um I you know I'd been through a couple of rough ones before and I was just like I don't think I can do it like I really don't and but then it's you know it's just focusing on your self-care and really using that time to to I think work on yourself yeah. and make yourself happy. It's a really good time. And I think that's when I see people jump from relationship to relationship without yes. doing that work. I'm like, mm, you're missing an opportunity. Exactly. And it will bite you in the butt later on. Yeah. I, I honestly don't think you
1: have to process it, right? Yep. You have to process mm. it. Like I thought I had processed most of that relationship and the the cheating. Like, So this is what I see a lot with my clients as well. People come, and especially if I don't know them and I'm looking at relationships in a past life capacity and I'm seeing they've been cheated on, cheated on, cheated on, cheated on, and then I'll look at them and go like, okay, so have you been cheated on? Is your husband cheating on you? Yes. Okay. So that pattern is repeating all the time. So you need to actually look and process that issue of being cheated on or you you being the person that's cheating. Because if you don't, it will come back and bite you in the ass again and again and again because you're not looking at it from a different perspective, you're still going around and attracting that same situation. Mm. And like what you said about recovery, absolutely. When you break up from someone and I I mean, I see relationships sometimes where someone goes from one relationship to the next. And I'm the per- sort of person that I've never really had short relationships. I always get into long committed relationships. And so if your pattern is that, why is that? Or if your pattern is having to go through a million of them to find your Prince Charming. Why is that? And so dealing with whatever that issue is that hurt you, where that pain was caused, especially with cheating, because that really rocks mm. your foundation, um, or being told that I don't love you anymore, you need to actually go into your body, and I wish I'd known this when I was 25, of where that pain is that comes comes on when someone says to you, I don't want you anymore. I don't love you anymore. I've met someone else or for me it was awful. I had taken a day off work. I went and logged onto my laptop to do some work from home and up popped up photos of my current boyfriend with a with the woman who I suspected that he was having an affair with and then he still kept lying to me about it after that but I knew it was over. So when you when I was confronted with that of course I went through the whole thing of my God, what's wrong with me? Mm. But I knew that, that, but but the deep down thing is that I always knew that relationship wouldn't last. So there's a conflicting issue with what my personality wanted to believe about myself and the reason why that relationship didn't last. And that's another thing to remind yourself because you've got to go into your own encyclopedia and dictionary of why these things happen is that if you are meant to be with someone, it'll work out. Like I've seen situations with clients where they're like, oh no, I don't want to be with my wife anymore. And I'm like, well, you are going to end up with them. So you can break up if you want, but you'll get back together. And they they do get back together because you're meant to be with that person. So you've got to look at the formula that outlines your life in terms of the relationships. And often linking back to your parents as well really helps you to figure out where your issues are. Like, you know, I will often be attracted to people who are a lot like my father. And so I'll look at the traits that now, what that my father have and why I'm trying to find those again to fulfill what within me. Mm. So, yeah, so it's just breaking it down. But obviously when it first happens is just remind yourself you're not going to feel like this forever. Yeah. And that's the thing, like. You're in the worst of it for like however
0: long, you know. You're in the worst yuckiest phase for like a week or two. I mean, it can last longer. It's always different, but one, you've got to remind yourself each yucky day you're going through, you're gonna, you're getting through the worst of them. Yeah. And just why I think it's really important. That's why self care is so important. If you don't have self care practices through a breakup. Mm-mm oh, that is absolutely like swimming in a shit swamp. Oh, absolutely. Like Because it's hard enough as it is. So if you can fall back on those and really amp them up, like I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, but I'll just, you know, add in certain things that I'll need to do or, you know, like make sure I'm eating extra clean and drinking lots of water and like getting good sleep or having a bath, you know, like little extra things that you can do.
1: Exactly. And so this is about having that toolbox that is always there. You don't have to use it all the time, but you know it's a, you know, a, a hypothetical toolbox that you can envision in your side drawer by your bed that's full of these things that you know that you can do to make yourself feel better. And just these practical things of, like I said, reminding yourself you're not going to feel like this forever, but I'm going to grieve through this end of this relationship. I'm going to figure out why it's happened, what I've learned from it, and trust and have faith that someone else will come along for me if that is what you want. Because mm. you have to want that and not say, oh, guys, or Guys are dicks, or, um, you know, I'm never, there's no, like I had a client the other day who's a beautiful girl, really smart. She's gone back to an ex partner and he's not giving her what she wants. And she said to me, but there's just no other guys out there, you know? And I was like, you, my friend, need to actually sit and think about how valuable you actually are. Mm. And that's a really good exercise to go through is to know your worth. Like I, I shamelessly tell my clients, I think I'm amazing. I think I'm independent. I, you know, I love the work that I do. I have wonderful friends. I love being by myself. I've learned that, but not in an unhealthy way where I can't live with other people or can't compromise, but it's to really sit and go through all of this. Because I guarantee, even if you find a next, the next relationship, you don't, come into the same issues in the first five years years, it'll come back mm. it always does and it is about like
0: once you can get past that point start seeing as a lesson what did i learn from the situation exactly so how
1: do how do you think people can work that one out so for me what i did and i i didn't do this from a consciously aware process my best friend said to her husband at the time she she got married about 25 26 she said, I think i think i've lost Gaia i think i've lost her i think she's just never going to talk to anybody again because i literally I I didn't talk to my family for about three or four months. I didn't talk to any of my friends. I didn't go out. I just literally just sat by myself. And you know what? I highly recommend doing that. Just being by yourself, not in an unhealthy way, but in a way like what you said Belle, to process and recover from what's happening so that you can actually go where the pain is in your body. If your heart's hurting or if your stomach's hurting, like, okay obviously I feel like I've been kicked in the guts. You literally have because someone's rejected you or I feel like I've been cheated on, my heart feels like it's broken. Going in there and processing this pain. So taking that time to not be destructive. So I often see people who will turn to alcohol or drugs or overeat. Like for me, my body just shuts down when I get into those, Mm. those positions of being rejected. It's like, I can't, eat I just want to go to sleep oh, actually. Yeah, same. Yeah, I just, just want to get into bed and go to sleep and nobody talk to me and that is actually quite a good thing if you know that you're going to get back up again within a period of time but for me for that relationship of a seven and a half year relationship it took me a few months to actually want to go and see people again but I never became destructive like I didn't drink or I didn't do I've never been like that and I highly recommend that because if you are going to destructive behaviour whether you're bulimic or anorexic or whatever your drug is that is when you're trying to mask some sort of pain. Mm. That is when you're trying to mask some, some sort of pain. And that is when you know you need to go and get help. Yeah, definitely. While you're doing
0: that, you know, while you are using that time to basically heal yourself, because um, like we say, a lot of people don't do that. And yes. I don't want to say well, that guys don't do that, but a lot of the time... I mean, girls do, girls do that as well. Like, we can't say it's a gender thing. No. But a lot of the time from what I've witnessed from myself and my friends, we'll see the guys move on really quickly without doing any work. Yes. Does that mean that they're going to have to deal with that at some point? Absolutely.
1: Everybody, I mean, even just from my work, it's just a general statement is that I do notice that girls beat themselves up. Up in general a bit more when they break up, and guys do tend to move on. But guys seem to have a bit more of a delayed response to things where they will break up with someone and then maybe they'll have regret or maybe they will see that, oh, maybe the grass wasn't greener on the other side. There is a lot of that, and that's just probably – I remember, I'm just blanket speaking. Of course, not everybody's yeah, no, not like, everyone's that. like that. But in general, from the volume of people that I see as clients and just personal interactions – Yeah, they generally do move on quicker, but they haven't processed it. So that's a dangerous thing when you get into a relationship with someone, whether it's a male or a woman or whatever, and they say to you, oh, you know, I was really hurt in the last relationship. I've been Mm. cheated on. You know, I sometimes see that with my clients. Like every boyfriend has just cheated on me and left. I'm like, right, so what is it about you that's bringing this on? It's not them. So it's not that there's something wrong with you, but you're obviously attracting someone that – feels like they can do this to you because your standards are not high enough Mm. or whatever it was, you know, and that's that's an ongoing life journey figuring that out. It's not like you're going to figure it out in two months and then – Oh yeah. Okay. I've found a relationship now. Let's not do any more work on myself. Done. It's like, you don't go to the gym and get abs. You don't just stop because your, your flab will get <laughs> come back. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's, I always use the gym analogy. It's like you go to remain healthy and keep your body fit. And if you stop, it goes backwards. How do you work out breaking those cycles, breaking that
0: repeated behavior, obviously really knowing your worth and standing up for yourself, but how do
1: you do it? You have to take the time. You have to actually, it's it's like, like for me, I always tell my clients when they've gone through a breakup, you're turning yourself into a project now. You know, the advice that we dish out to our friends or our family when things happen, you turn yourself into a Bell project or a Gaia project or an Amelia project or whoever, and you're actually sitting there and thinking, okay, I'm going to look back. The last three boyfriends have done this to me, and every time they've done this to me, I feel abandoned. I feel rejected, I feel let down. And then you've got this list, you know, women make these lists of things <laughs> characteristics that mm. they want, which is fine, you know, you're allowed to have certain guidelines of what you want to attract for yourself. But the external things shouldn't be on there. Like a lot of people are like I just need to find someone to have a child with or I need, you know, the security. Like I there's a group of people that I know that are quite Financially wealthy, these group of men that are very financially wealthy. And the women they attract, they're all, like most of them are divorced and separated now, and now these women are got have got their children, like had children with these wealthy men. but it's almost like it was an arrangement because now they're going to be looked after for the rest of their lives because they're having their external needs met and then they've got a younger, a younger boyfriend, or whatever. So, you need to actually be really, really aware of what your patterns are. And I honestly wish I'd written more, written as in like journaled more about, okay. This is how I'm feeling and why am I feeling like this and where is this coming from? Like a lot of my clients, as I work with them over time, will look at, oh yeah, my parents divorced when I was younger or dad cheated on mum or mum left me or whatever. So a lot of the abandonment issues and rejection can come from your parents. It's not a blame game. It's not You're not sitting there and go, because your parents do the best they can do for you. That's They're just human too. But it's just having an awareness about it so you know where it's coming from and what that growth is meaning to you as an individual so that you can have the best relationship that you can. And there's a difference between like, um, you know, a spiritual relationship that you have with someone and someone where you're just having the external needs met where, you know, a spiritual relationship is that you will challenge each other and you will push each other's buttons in order to heal those parts of you that you haven't but then if you're too scared to say anything in a relationship or talk about the hard stuff well, that's just superficial then because you're not actually dealing with the things that need to be dealt with so sometimes when these breakups happen and you're like oh shit i didn't think that was coming or i didn't you know we just went on holiday last month or whatever it's like you you obviously haven't talked about certain things along the relationship for it to get to that point where it felt like you were blindsided you know, mm. so it's real Like relationships are a tough one and, and this topic is also for relationships Like I've seen in the last couple of years A lot of very close business relationships And friendships end Like 35 year old friendships mm. And you get, you feel that same kind of grief And breakup feeling Because but probably even worse sometimes Because that person's been in your life As a a sidekick for you for so many years So you can apply these things Of figuring out why did this happen why did it happen? And really building from there. But that toolbox of recovery is really, really important because if you don't know what makes you happy, let me tell you, my friends, nobody else is going to fulfill that for you. No.
0: You know, it's so true, though. Like, you're not going to attract the right people. You're not going
1: to – maybe you're not going to attract anything at all. Exactly. And sometimes, you know, I get – people get so complacent because, you know, I occasionally see clients that are – um, a little bit older in chronological age so 60s 70s and they've been single for a very very long time and when i'm delving in there on a spiritual uh and it's on a spiritual basis to, to look at why it's just because they're just overcome with all these fears. Oh no, 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 I'm never gonna do that again. Oh no, 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 I'm I'm gonna get rejected again, or he's gonna cheat on me, or I'm you know, so it's all this fear-based stuff, which is what why it's called love lessons, is because we're going back to are you making a breakup decision out of fear or or love? Because If you're fearful and holding on to someone, well, then because you might not meet anyone, well, that's just bullshit because you're with the person for the wrong person. You actually have to want to be with someone. And the other, before we wrap up today, you have to know how to be alone and enjoy that. A lot of people don't really do that so well. And that is one of your biggest lessons if you're one of those people like, oh, no, I don't like being alone. I need to be in a relationship. You don't need to be in any relationship. The only person that can fulfill you is you. You have to like being alone And I'm not talking about in an unhealthy way Like I can be alone for a long extended week I've been alone for years sometimes If we had Christmases alone, you know And painful the first couple And then after a while I'm like Oh yeah, I'm just going to lie in bed and read Twilight (laughs) (laughs) So you know what I mean? So it's kind of like you have to If one of those things about the fear of being alone And that nobody wants me You actually have to work through that fear
0: See it as an opportunity, like, you Absolutely. know, to to heal yourself and to, you know, often after a breakup, you can get really stuck into some really go- cool projects or some things for yourself. It can be a really cool time, actually. Absolutely. I know it's horrible at first. Yeah. What are your thoughts on often, like, some breakups aren't so black and white, and I notice some people often will get back multiple times with someone they've broken up with. Yeah. I've never really done that. Like I always try my hardest with a relationship if it's worth it. Yeah. But then it's usually like, that's it. I cut it and yeah. it's,
1: I'm done. Yeah. But like, what's okay. your thoughts on that? So this is again from personal experience and also because of the number of people I see in a situation like that. Everybody's relationship reasons are different. So you can't ever, it's not apples for apples ever. So you can't compare with your best friend's relationship with her husband. So this This whole getting back thing. So my rule of thumb in general for this is that if you're broken up and got back together with someone, and I've done this, okay, I've done this, but the reason why is because there are changes and evolution in the relationship. So if you've got back with someone and the same old shit's happening and the same old patterns and, oh, I hate them again and they're doing this and blah, 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 Well, clearly the actual issue within that person as an individual has not been dealt with. But if you do get back with someone and you can see the progress and that, like I've seen this before. Like I I knew this couple um, years ago before I was doing Soul 33 work and she had left her husband. They were separated for about a year and a half and then they got back together had a couple of kids and they're happily ever after. But... That's because she got back together and the changes were made individually to be able to come together in a relationship. But if you come back together and the same old shit's still happening but different day, well, then you know that the work actually has not been done individually because he or she is not going to fulfill whatever you need. So if you are intending on getting back with someone or talking about it, you actually you need that time apart to work on yourselves and what the actual issue was for you to come back together and see whether it's going to evolve from there or it's going to stay the same like in my experience of breaking up and coming back together it has the relationship has changed in a good way and i receive more because of the changes that i made as an individual through my independence and my understanding of my purpose on this earth
0: yeah and you, know? you, you never know if it's going to happen. Like I think when you first break up with someone, if you're like, you know, you're sad about the idea of it and then like a lot of the time you might have a hopeful idea that, oh, no, we're going to work it out or we might, yes. well, not we will, but we might be able to. And then you sort of let go of that a bit, but you don't know if it's going to happen or not.
1: No, and I think, I mean, we tell ourselves a lot of bullshit sometimes just to get through. You know mm. what I mean? And we all do this. We sometimes, oh, you know, it's meant to be. And and, and of course we Order do that. I do that too. we self-talk ourselves yeah. into the situation. And sometimes I even find myself in, when I'm with a client, where the client knows they're not going to get back to the, with the person again. And I definitely know that. And I'll always say to them, free will can change anything. You can go sleep with a neighbor today and get pregnant. You know, you could choose to do that. It's not written in the cards for you, but you can choose to do that. So your free will can change Anything when it comes to this, but just being just the awareness of, you know, and choosing the love over fear. You can't go into a relationship based on fear reasons, you know, like, I'm so scared this is going to happen. I'm so scared that's going to happen. You've got to work through that and then go into a relationship.
0: What would your advice be to someone who's in the really yucky stage right now? Maybe they've clicked on this podcast because they're like, oh God, how do I get through this? What would your
1: advice be? You're going to be okay. Everything always works out. And let me tell you, I have been in absolute pits as well and- If you just trust this journey and do the work now so that it doesn't affect you, like this poor lady that I met at 65 years old saying he took the best years from me, don't put yourself into that situation. Know that what's happened is for your greatest good and the greatest good of the other person as well. You don't want to be with someone who's miserable with themselves and miserable with you. So if you've just gone through that and you're feeling awful and you don't know what's next for you, Just trust that feeling and just go through the crying and the the feeling oh, I feel really rejected and actually saying those words out loud and getting them out of your system, not parking them somewhere in your body, only for you to find someone else who will push those buttons again for you. So really just work through it and get some help, especially if you're, if you're starting to drink or drugs or not eating properly or eating too much or bulimia or and it, whatever it is, make sure you reach out to someone to help you get through them. There are people like me and counsellors and psychologists available available every help lines, reach out to someone and and take some time for yourself as well. So even if it's just yourself for a couple of months and getting help from someone to process these feelings. Like I, I'll just quickly mention, like I've got a friend at the moment who's going through a really rough time in their marriage. And that's because they've spent the last 20 years not dealing with any of the issues and now it's just completely turned to shit and they're trying to fix everything really really fast but it's actually in each individual that the issues are with so really just take the time is my biggest advice to you because just remember if you don't do it now there will be something that will come up again in a future relationship that will remind you of the scars and the pain that you have not processed yet what about if people are afraid they're never going to meet someone which is often a fear that a lot of people have there is someone out there for you. If that's what you want, like your heart of hearts, you have to remind yourself of your value and how amazing and powerful you are. And, you know, beauty, internal and external, is held in the eyes of the beholder, but it's also in your eyes first. So if you look in the mirror and you know what an amazing person you are, even if you have to write down all your key values and look at it every day and say, okay, I'm really smart, I'm really whatever, I've got great arms, whatever, (laughs) you know, is just to remind you there is someone out there for you. And just because you've broken up with someone, that person probably wasn't meant for you. And if they are, it'll come back and the relationship will progress and grow from that place. And if it doesn't, well, then you're going to break up again and break up again until you figure it out that you're not meant to be with that person because you keep going back out of fear and not love.
0: Thank you for listening to the South Love Club podcast. A special thanks to Nick Bulbin, our audio engineer. Please subscribe for more episodes and catch up on eps you may have missed. Five-star reviews help other gal pals find this independent podcast. Please share it with your friends and sharing it on your Instagram story helps heaps too. To find out more about our Boss Babe guests and for the Self Love Club resources and blog posts, check out my website bellcrawford.com. There's a new post on my go-to self-care practices and you can follow me at bellcrawford on Instagram and Facebook. Feel free to DM me on the gram. I love hearing from you. We've got heaps of Boss Babes coming up to empower you through 2019 with weekly episodes available each Monday. Catch you soon, babes.